listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text us, why don't you, on 8.12.15, you know, to say stuff. Or you can follow us on the Twitter, at Frank on the Radio, or there's the old website, that old vintage setup, oh. the Absolute Radio website, where you can email us. OK, that's we, ne- that. we never say the email. We never say it. No, we, we don't. don't really know it. Don't oh, know the it actual. Oh, yeah. the no one. Whoever. When's the last time you typed in HTTP <laughs> slash? Who I does never that? Have. I never have. I never have, and what's mine never will. Good. Nobody well. makes me type in HTTP <laughs> double slash. I thought I was just going to be left at the rhyme. Nobody makes me slash type HTTP. Shut up. That's your, Burn it. That's going your, on. That's your motto. Stop isn't it? wittering. <laughs> um, well, that could put the kibosh on the whole morning. Oh God, that could that could reduce us all to silence. <laughs> Stop wittering, rule. <laughs> Anyway, so what about Stop Twittering? Oh. Oh. You two never started. No. It's left no, that's to me. Now we leave it to people who feel that they've got uh, things to say that other people are interested in. <laughs> you <receive> my meaning. <laughs> okay, so, oh, well, I'll tell you, speaking of which, I went to Mass on Sunday morning, obviously. I guess, I guess we all do. Oh. And, um,. I took my baby. I don't. I don't. What I want you to say? Do you know? people that I, that's what I do with my time. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were probably ironing your cravats <laughs> <laughs> now that you've got into the acting profession. Mm. Anyway, you're steaming a fedora. Yeah. Oh, he will be. <laughs> so I, um, I was. I took the baby. Lovely. Who, and then about, I'd say about eight minutes in, he. Um, Did he cry? No, he didn't cry, but I did when I smelt him. Oh, oh OK. So, um, yeah, I think he finds choral music extremely relaxing. <laughs> stirring. <laughs> yeah, because I've took him to church now you know, twice in, in, in a space of a fortnight, and both times, about five minutes in, I, th- I thought, I feel hell. He's, he's, he's bobbling up beneath. <laughs> That'll be useful to remember when he gets older. Well, when he did yeah, it, I was in Whitstable, and uh, he did it, and I had to move around the church throughout the oh. mass to disperse it a bit, because it was so intense. Yeah. Also, a woman looked round at me. quite a punch, old Buzz, yeah. doesn't he? A woman turned and looked at me, and of course, there's always ac- accusation. It's like, <laughs> th- they think, you know, it could be me. I've got right. just enough grey hair that it could be me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I moved about a bit, and uh, I, so... Like you were wafting. Yeah, I was praying for more incense. It just didn't come. I was trying to give him the more incense signal. Just following in his vapor trail. Yeah. You need me with my Chanel spritz, which no. I did when I had to go on a coach once. That would have been lovely. But anyway... Um, so they don't I sprayed have, the whole coach. They, ne- they never have changing facilities at the at the, uh, the churches. Oh, no. terrible. So, Not even in first class? No. <laughs> no. That, oh. yeah, there, there is a wide list. <laughs> so I... Um, I went in the McDonald's um, next door, oh. and I was with Grandma, not my Grandma. Andy Mason, friend of the show. Difficult and unhygienic <laughs> in a food place. But I went, um, and, and so she went downstairs to change him in the ladies, and I sat up and watched the stuff. So I'm sitting by the window, you know those seats that face out onto the street? Oh, yeah. And a homeless man came and looked through the window, I suppose, to see if it was um, busy or whatever. Mm. And then he came over and he looked at me. So I looked back at him and we had a period of, I would say, an easy 15 to 20 seconds of us just looking into each other's eyes through a pane of glass. 
I mean, oh, he was in the Nikita video. And I wasn't being aggressive. I was looking at him in the way one might look at a, a wardrobe. You know, I just, I just thought yeah. there's a man staring straight at me. So he came in and said, uh, I know you, don't I? I said, I don't, I don't think so. And he said, uh, yeah, you, uh, you on fa- are you on telly? You're on telly, aren't you? I said, no, not, not anywhere near as much as I used to be. I thought I'd get in early with the hard luck story. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I ended, up telling him, I ended up telling him about I love my country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He gave me two quid. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, this, this, um, the, this homeless bloke says, um, I'll tell you what, he said, uh, I hate, hate uh, three lines. Did he, he said, that's, that's a rubbish, rubbish He said song. it directly to you, to yeah. your face, not in a conversation about you to somebody else. <laughs> no, he said it to me, but I wasn't sure if he knew I was anything to do with it. Did this I, just I come out for a of nothing? Yeah, it exactly. seems quite an aggressive. Exactly, he said, I hate it. He said, um, World in Motion, best football song ever. Did he? Yeah, it's also got the best bit of rap ever on oh, it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, I'd, I'd just been, in a way, I'd just been <laughs> whirled in motion <laughs> in, in church. I'd certainly whirled a motion around the church. We've had a text on that, actually. Mass hysteria. Oh, yeah. yeah. We'll come that's back to that, because... Right, yeah. no, that's it. This, this, oh, mass sorry. Hysteria. How fabulous. You know, mass. This is how pathetic I was. I said to him... Of three lines, actually, yeah. just I said, just want a poll, just this <laughs> week, oh, the most popular didn't. football song. Wow. You to this didn't. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I love three lines, but it's no this time more than any other time. Come on, Frank. No, I know. Well, he was obviously he was entitled to his worthless opinion, <laughs> <laughs> but um, why tell me about it? And I, I ended up yeah. saying, I ended up saying stuff like, um, yeah, but Three Lines was like the people's song because you know it's very good song, World in Motion, but it was, it, it was, you know, it was never sung on the terraces. I thought, just relax about it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have to like it. You're never going to see him again. No. Well, well, you say that. <laughs> they did a, Let's did see how share, things pan out. They did share some arresting eye contact. I'm looking for a stable boy at my new home. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, hey. he was only four foot eleven. I thought he was perfect. I'm not sure he's that stable. No, I think, um, probably, oh. I think you're probably right there. Anyway, so um, he, 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 I left in the did end. You? He stayed. Did he stay in, in Macadese, did he? He said to me, he's he still said, there uh, listening. He said, um, it's a big homeless hangout, you know, this, this McDonald's. <laughs> I said, Is I it? should use that in the publicity. <laughs> So I went down to the toilet. There's everyone's people are in there like with their shirts off, having you know washing under their arms and oh yeah, and in the shower, like not a, in the shower at the sink. Like people do that at a all the time. Station. Yeah. People, no, people use it for changing clothes, and I use Absolute Radio. I love it. But when if you, you don't to, have an Absolute Radio, isn't it great when you go into a public toilet as a bloke with his shirt off having a proper <laughs> <laughs> like you walked into someone's house? <laughs> didn't they change it? Didn't they change the chairs and they made them all Big Brother chairs? Didn't they? They changed the decor in McDonald's. Did I haven't they? been in one for about fifteen years, but I believe they did. But Frank's mm. still going. Yeah, they've changed. They've changed the decor. They've made it look like waste ground with <laughs> fly, flaming braziers. Well, I Frank. was. I was a bit worried when the guy came up. Flaming to you braziers. He got a lot of women's libbers in there. <laughs> when, he, when he said, "Don't I know you?" I thought you might actually know him, not off the telly. <laughs> from drinking. Yeah, yeah. From my drinking days. Yeah. Why you on well. that reservation? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh dear! Oh, Frank. Anyway, Frank, can we go and audition for Star Wars today? If you're listening, mate, respect. Um, <laughs> There's open auditions. I oh, know. I would love to turn up. They're looking for a man in his early twenties. 
Oh, we yeah. Um, <laughs> and I don't know. There's a female role as well. What if us three orphan, went down there? It's an orphan, I think. An orphan. Well, I can for. pretty much do that. It's an odd thing to cast an orphan, as if an orphan looks... I mean, I'm an orphan. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you should audition. Yeah, if me, if I turned up with Annie, you know, as in... Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. What was she called? A, Annie. Quinn, something Quinn. Oh, I don't remember. Who played oh. in the film? Oh, is this the text? Me and her turned up both orphans. It's not a look, <laughs> is it? No. We completely. Uh... Is that the texting? What does an orphan look like? <laughs> I I think Cockrell would be most likely to get the the job in Star Wars. I don't think so. I'm yeah, bit... he could be a bit Chewbacca with a bit of. A... <laughs> he only needs bit Chewbacca. <laughs> Honestly, he only need a bit of backcombing. <laughs> Absolute. Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a text in that I think is uh, it's indicative of uh, of this show in many ways. You are. Uh, yes, I, am. <laughs> I think I have. Um, Emily, <laughs> you know, on the subject of the Star Wars open auditions. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, Emily could audition for the R two Dean two. Good oh, little yeah, one. Well, I've got the heights. But then the it continues. Point. I t- I texted you that. And you read that out a few years ago, but a decent pun is a decent pun. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but even the even the audience of this show recycles Always their material. Always recycling. <laughs> yeah, but now we've been tricked into breaking the sacred oath that is yeah. the no repeat guarantee. Yeah. Oh, no, I just oh, lose my job. I thought it didn't apply. Yeah, there'd be, be alarms going off all over uh, all over London. I will as happily... Absolute bosses sit bolt upright in their beds. <laughs> Absolute guarantee alert! Do the absolute bosses ever sit bolt upright? Not really. <laughs> well, what was that one do. time? Oh, he came running in with his tracksuit bottoms, which he still denies. <laughs> anyway. Frank, why have you given Charlie the small chair? Like she's doing an Oxford interview and you're trying to psych her out. <laughs> well, because I, this, I'm on my third chair so far this morning. The first one I sat Runs on, in the, the, family. the arm fell off. <laughs> um... The third one, uh, no, the second one, because <laughs> it's complicated, isn't it, maths? Yeah. The, the second one, I sat on it and it went... Yeah. And suddenly... Did you reject um, it on those grounds? Well, suddenly no, my, my knees were rubbing against my poppy. Oh, yeah. And that's never good. No. The second one he, uh, the second one he soiled during that story about the tramp. That was the problem with the that, second That is one. a lie. It's a goddamn lie and you know yeah. it. <laughs> hey. Davis, ladies and gentlemen. We've got to talk about uh, VB. Did you see VB this week? VB, let me guess. Oh, uh, come on. Very... It's not something you catch. Um, VB. Any, any idea? I haven't got time for this. Victoria Beckham. Oh, right. of course. You so mean PS? She was. Um, <laughs> PS. Post, post. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that tricky? Once you got Victoria no. Beckham in I the essential it, frame of it. Well, I am not the sharpest tool in the box, so... Well, I yeah. don't know. No, you're not. <laughs> I think you'll find you're the future Chewbacca. Yeah, um, I see you more as a reliable wooden mallet. Uh, Thank you. <laughs> she had a PDA with her son, Brooklyn, oh, yeah. this week. Oh, yes, she did. Now, he's quite... Have you seen that, Brooklyn? He's yeah. turning into a good-looking chap, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, who would have thought? But he's a bit of a mix, isn't he? Oh, no, it didn't look, it didn't, things didn't look 100% positive for a while, because oh. he was a bit of a bruiser. Was, was he? Child. Yeah. Child, yeah. Handsome child, but no. I, he, he, but you can see both parents in him. He's got mm. predominantly David, I would say, but he's, yeah. he has got the older uh, two-pin plug socket nose <laughs> that uh, Victoria's uh, made so famous and popular. Uh, but he's handsome. There's no doubt about that. 
But I didn't. Yeah, I'm gonna now. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm sure. Can I absolutely sure that it was a loving parental yeah. moment? I'm yeah. certain of that, and oh, I'm not yeah. questioning that. Yeah. It made me a bit anxious. Did it? It do, It just looked. It well, had she a said little, if you didn't see it. She grasped him in. It was a big mum. She held his kiss, face like it was a cabbage or something. It, I, look, I feel bad saying this, but I I felt a bit get a room when I saw it. <laughs> Do I know? And I'm, I'm, I say I'm sure that's a misinterpretation. Yes, I'm sure it is. It's because she's so de- dedicated herself to that sort of uh, moody pout. Is it usually yeah. when a parent yeah. kisses a child? It's a lovely beaming grin, but she's still doing the pout as she comes in the mo- menacing <laughs> pout, and I just think, oh god, what did you do with them Dalmatians? <laughs> that was my first thought. Yeah, yeah, but um, it did. It did look. I didn't. I felt a terrible shudder go through really, me. Really, that's interesting. What, she could have smiled at that moment. Surely, no, kissing her own. Never smile in fashion, handsome darling. Son. Can't smile in fashion. Um, but she. Well, well, I noticed that. And because when they were together, they looked like a European plug adapter. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, carry on. But I noticed that, and I thought, well, that's. A, I felt sorry for him because I thought. As a 14-year-old boy, I don't know, having never been a 14-year-old boy, I can exclusively reveal... Except online. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was a 14-year-old boy, but we didn't kiss each other because of the gas masks. Oh. (laughs) But that's embarrassing, isn't it? When a mum does that. I can imagine Alan would have been embarrassed Well, he looked like... I have to say, he didn't go pink or anything, according to the pictures I saw. No, he didn't, that's true. He he looked like he, he, he handled it. Quite he was probably thinking, get off, what do, yeah. what's, the, what's with that mean pout thing? Yeah. <laughs> what's with the mean pout? But he, he, he's mouth. gone for the big hair and... He has, he's got, it's got a bit Bieber, isn't it? Isn't there a Brit- Did you read that story that's in the uh, Alex Ferguson autobiography about Beckham? That Beckham oh, was yeah. training in a woolly hat, did yeah. you read it? I and, did. And Ferguson said, what are you an for? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hair dryer treatment. Uh-huh. And um, and he said, I can't take it off. I'm not revealing my new hairstyle till tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I, I respect him for that. I do. But we'll, we'll come back to the... Um, I, uh, oh. Anyway, let's rock! Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Yeah, where were we? Uh, VB. VB. I don't don't think it's that embarrassing that she gave him a a kiss. I think it's nice, really. I don't want to sound like Mr. Boring. Obviously, it's nice somewhat. It's the right way round to be embarrassed by your mum if you're 14, isn't it? At least she just gave you a kiss on the cheek in front of some photographers rather than, you know, went to the shops in a onesie smoking a cigarette (laughs) and drinking special brew. That would be worse for for young Beckham, wouldn't it? (laughs) Must be weird being a teenager <laughs> in that household, though. Like, oh, I should have grown up in my household. <laughs> I wonder how many times he's answered the phone and people have started talking to him like he's David, a fourteen-year-old boy. Like, hello. Oh, hi, David. How are you doing? Uh, oh, yeah. I imagine it's weird being in that house anyway. Yeah. Yes. I imagine they start the day by going. That is her maiden name, of course. Imagine just waking up every morning and David Beckham is lying in your bed. I would just cry with happiness. <laughs> Me too. Well, I would cry of, every morning I've with happiness. I've sort of got that with my duvet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Beckham duvet, Yeah, I've got a David Beckham. It's, 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 on, it's based on that, um, what was she called? Uh, thingy <laughs> Taylor Wood. So oh, Sam Taylor Wood. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's based on him uh, lying in... Like, it's like he's lying in bed yeah, next nice. to me. 
First thing I'd say is get up and walk over there so I can have a look. <laughs> yeah. I would. Actually, it's not David Beckham. We got mixed up. It's, it's Harry Worth, oh. uh, well-known uh, British comedian from the sixties. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, yeah, I like an obscure duvet. Who would you most like to have on a duvet? Oh, I don't want to put you on the spot. Uh, Laurel and Hardy. No, that's all right. And then what line? As if they were in bed. Because yeah, there are those, good, nice there are those ones when you they're in bed. Could have the duvet cover, and then the pillows could be them. Like, sat there. Yeah. <laughs> what about Turin Shroud? Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be a lovely. It's a bit duvet. more you than me. I think I'll yeah, stick well, with. Uh, yeah, I'll <laughs> stick with the Turin Shroud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I might look into I'd like that. David Baddiel on a duvet. I could just get spray tanned and wrap myself <laughs> in it, wake up next morning, I've made my own. <laughs> Hank, imagine if I had a David Baddiel duvet. That would be, uh, mm. So, uh... <laughs> I don't it, know if it's that embarrassing, though. I think maybe there might be a little bit of revenge in it. I've, I've said on this show before that I used to play five-a-side football. Is this a bit like, as, as I said at the Brighton Conference? <laughs> I, no, it's just in case. <laughs> I, I just, I wanted to make 546 the text of the... You reuse their joke, feel included. Yes. Um, I've said before that I used to play five-a-side and then go to give my mum a cuddle oh, and yeah. just thrust her head towards my sweaty armpit post-football. Oh, oh. I remember that. And, oh. uh, and I think maybe uh, young Beckham, is because he's a sporty lad, isn't he? He plays football a lot, mm. apparently. Mm. I think maybe he does a version of that and Victoria's just gone, all right, fair enough. I'm gonna, <laughs> I don't I'm gonna think he'd do A big that. old kiss on I your face. I don't think he'd do that with Victoria. Room. I know it's his mum, but he just wouldn't do it with her. It wouldn't work. Um, no, no. She wouldn't fall. I don't think that is as embarrassing. Absolutely furious. As parental embarrassment, I don't think that's as bad as Bernie Eccleston. Did you oh, see no, him? Oh, this no, week? that was brilliant. Oh, <laughs> what he's done? Well, Frank, would you care to tell us what he's done? <laughs> no, you're do Perhaps using the footballers' tents. <laughs> well, um, what he's done is he's, he's arrived at the revolving doors. He's looked up. <laughs> he's waved at the paparazzi. He's gone inside. He's. Forgot to step out of the revolving door. <laughs> when you say forgot, he's done a three sixty. <laughs> he's come out, and he's thinking, "Well, there's paparazzi everywhere." <laughs> uh, the great thing was, he just forgot to get out of the revolving door. Poor old Bernie, he's oh, about eighty odd. Frank, his face afterwards. You know what it reminded me of? You know when you pretend to throw a ball at a dog, and it looks a bit hurt and a bit confused. <laughs> yes, yeah. That is exactly what his face. Oh, his. Awful. What I like is the paparazzi when he arrived. They all went, <laughs> and all the oh. all the shutters all excited, oh. and then they started to walk <laughs> away. And you went, oh no, here we go. He's back again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It was like a Scandinavian town clock <laughs> with him just coming out every thirty seconds. <laughs> oh, Bernie, oh, I could Bernie. I could have hogged him. I'd have probably missed first time, but then got. Lower. <laughs> yeah, just just caught the top of the head first, hog. Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I felt for Bernie Eccleston, though, because I'm, uh, I'm, what, 38, and I struggle with revolving doors sometimes. He's pretty much double the my confidence age. with which you announced your age brought a tear to my eye. <laughs> you like that, do you? I envied it. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> when I announced mine, it's like throwing a grenade in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I got into one uh, recently at a at a posh hotel with another person, and they look quietly a lot. I got into oh, their, yeah. their piece of pie section. Oh, <laughs> you can't do that! I got trapped in one once. Did you? Well, a ma- it was a man's fault. It always is. Yes. Um, one of those nights, yeah. 
No. <laughs> but I ended up getting part of my shoulder caught and I cried oh. to make him feel bad. I mean, it was painful, but not that painful. No, but that Not is. tears painful, but I cried because he didn't seem, he didn't seem that sort of, um, he didn't look guilty at all. So I just, I cried. What is the etiquette? Are you meant to go in there with other people? I, um, I, I, I got the feeling no. from this person. It's like when I went in the family changing room. I was just thinking, <laughs> is this one down from the family changing room? Yeah, groups? but uh, I think if you know the person, yeah. you can go in together. Oh, you know, okay. some young couples, they can't leave each other alone. I thought Bernie Eccleston should have just faced it out. When he did the full 360, he should have stepped out and <laughs> gone there. And one more <laughs> lap to go! And <laughs> 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 gone back <laughs> in. <laughs> Do you know what I felt for Bernie's? You know, when they greet the paparazzi, it's always how are they going to deal with it? And he did, he put a little finger up as well. I like the finger. Oh, the finger. And I know, because when Andy Coulson, I noticed, when he greets the press, he says, morning, gents. Oh. Oh, uh, morning, gents. And, and the, the finger I prefer. Do they say morning, squire? <laughs> <laughs> Back to him. This is something in minder. Morning, gents. Now about this drinks, Bill Arthur. <laughs> his phone. Yeah. It's um, embarrassing though, Bernie Eccleston. My mum lived on the same street as the school. We, we lived on the same street as the school and my mum had a Skoda when Skodas <laughs> were properly rubbish. Yeah. That was yes. pretty embarrassing because there was nowhere to hide. I had one when they were rubbish. <laughs> Did you? And kids. Yes, when you that's very past, you, Frank. When you went past, kids would go, Skoda! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But if, if those kids are then sat next to you at school, it's quite a long day, isn't it? <laughs> That's what I had. Yeah, but they, they, I mean, I was I was forty. <laughs> <laughs> they would have been sit next to me. Of course, if I, I get in uh, successfully um, to the Star Wars open audition, uh-huh. driving oh, yeah. down the road with one of my new um, showbiz friends, people will go <laughs> Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love it if you were friends with him. You I and would, Yoda I wouldn't be co- friends with him. I don't do adverts. <laughs> You and Yoda coming out of Stringfellows. Can you believe fellows? that Yoda does adverts? Uh, that was every a time really I see awful it, moment in my life. Every time I see it, I think, no. No, I which do is, as well. Which is more depressing, Yoda or uh, Kevin Bacon in those adverts? <laughs> yeah. Both. He shouldn't uh, have done no, it. No, but Yoda. Somehow sorrowful. Yoda, and bear in mind, he's, you know, he's the slave of the animator. He doesn't have to have a chance to say yes or no. Oh, it's yeah, a bit like true. when the Dalai Lama did those Wonga.com ads. <laughs> yeah, that surprised me. I was, yeah. and I think the future is orange. He did as well. <laughs> what about when my mum... OK, this is embarrassing. I can just do the rest of the show and say, this is embarrassing, and recite my entire childhood. I went to uh, see a movie with some friends. Must have been about 12, 13, so it was a double A, so we'd put on eyeliner to get in. That's double what we used a. to do. <laughs> so we'd go to the w- car wing mirror outside the cinema and we'd use it to put eyeliner on. Oh, yeah, I used to just speak deeply to the people oh. at the cubicle. Oliver, at one. <laughs> one for the stalls, please. My mum had wanted me to go over to my alcoholic grandmother's in Brixton and I didn't want to because she used to take me to the pub and it was a bit depressing to only get rum. (laughs) So I went to see Psycho 2 with my posh friends Okay, and we were in the cinema. I'd sort of run away almost and we're sitting there, lots lots of nice boys as well. Suddenly there's a torch, a torch starts shining. I hear in this most actressy voice possible. Emily Dean! Emily Dean! Oh, no. Yeah. Torch shines on my face. When I saw my mother's face lit by a torch, Terrifying. it was worse than <laughs> in the bit in Psycho when the mother turns round. Yes. It was more scary than that. Oh, God. It's funny she'd come in and go, Norman! <laughs> <laughs> that, but, but very thorough parenting. Respect for that. See, I'd have probably waited in the foyer for you to come out, but to actually torch up so would I, but if you've in. got your actor boyfriend at home waiting for you, what are you going to do? 
Well, that's this week's texting. <laughs> what are you going to do? If you've got your actor boyfriend at home waiting for you, what are you going to do? This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We were talking about things our parents have done that uh, embarrass us. Yeah. My dad used to do this thing. I never got to the bottom of it, but... Um, there was a man that used to come round, uh, one of the club men, who would mm. come round and collect money. You always my, had club men. We always had people coming <laughs> to collect oh, money Scott. from That's all you had, not my dad, had, my dad used to buy a suit a year. He'd have it made to measure. Did right. he? Yeah. He was a bit dapper, my dad. Um, That's quite a lot. Yeah, then he'd, uh, then he'd come home on his hands and knees one night, <laughs> one mile from the pub, we'd have to buy a new suit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, it, this bloke Sammy used to come round, and mm. Sammy um, used to play the piano. Oh, so yeah. Sammy, we had a piano in the house; no one could play. But Sammy would come round and play a bit of piano, and uh, he'd say, uh, "My dad would say, uh, 'I'll I'll play a bit now.' And my dad couldn't play the piano, <laughs> <laughs> but he used to sit and s- sort of, but not for a joke. And there was a terrible moment of awkwardness for about three or four minutes while he played the piano with Sammy. Because see, Sammy always confused by it and saying, I am, yeah. And then we'd just carry on having... And I never, I never even asked him about it. It didn't make any sense. And Sammy had just played it properly. As if he could hear a, a perfect melody. This is too late to ask now, but... Anyway. <laughs> what about what my dad said to a bouncer? He took me to this nice party. It was a director general's, I think, but he wanted me to meet some BBC sons. It was one of the DGs. So he said to the bouncer, <laughs> this is no word of a lie, who said got an invite, because it was in Shepherd's Bush, quite near the BBC. And my dad had never been to a club. He thought this was a bit strange. And he said, got an invite. And my father said, what, what do you mean? He said, the word is invitation. Invite is an American corruption. <laughs> <laughs> to a bouncer. And he said, all right, go straight through. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are we? Um, it, you must have had some embarrassing mum well, moments. you know, my mum's um, Scottish and I grew up in England. Well, there you go. Oh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Anyway, anyway, moving on. To <laughs> I really felt like that, was, that would be enough. <laughs> there you go. And she used to watch me play football and, like, loudly comment and wince. Oh. And, mm. and I played in goal as well. So if I dived at someone's feet, she would be sort of heckling the, the person. Like, you be careful with my boy's head, dear! <laughs> <laughs> Playing football! You no, can't... it's a whole breed of people, though, isn't it? The screaming parents. Well, the yes. Scots! Yeah. I had to... yeah. <laughs> yes, they are a whole breed I of people. I had, like, a version of Andy Murray. I had Mar Murray, but without the <laughs> actual... Talent. Success. In, without the ambition, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the fabulous girlfriend. <laughs> well, you know, I've got a nice wife. Well, you didn't then. I was talking about back no, in the day, then. love. God, I'm in Scotland, they get married at age 11. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. I loved the way you jumped to the defence there when I was talking about your childhood. Oh, God, he's so touchy since he's been doing the acting. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the fedora, he's got the fedora Can now. we get to email corner? Oh, yeah, we've got, yeah. We're at the, well, the first third is nearly over, and we haven't even so much as um, jiggled at an email. Is it time for the uh, jingle? Do you want the jingle? I can, yeah. I can, I can give you that if you, if you like it. In the corner! <laughs> <laughs> quite got the scanning on it. I like that version of it. I want to quickly stop off on the hard shoulder, just to say... Um, 
uh, for is that, a tweet. Is that what left, you were left with after the revolving <laughs> door accident? <laughs> Gareth Watts said, Stop being disparaging, Frank, about I love my country. Frank's what's good for a goose is good for Uganda gag was fine work. That's there you true. go. That was a fabulous gag. I must okay. Admit. You know what? We're going we're gonna to have to go out to adverts. Oh. <laughs> so that's, uh, we're just going to end on a bit of um, accidental praise. I didn't see it coming, but there it is. <laughs> I feel as, as it was in the context of a, of a grander failure, I think we, exactly. can, we can allow it. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. Text the show on 8.12. Sorry, I've just thrown me. This is Frank Skinner, um, <laughs> Emily Dean, Alan Cochran. Text the show on 8.12.15. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. And um, you can email us through the Absolute Radio website and indeed we've asked for people to uh, get in touch with the show haven't we um I yeah well we began uh don't look at me we don't began a me little on. thing of uh, how did your parents embarrass you and uh, we have had uh, some response to that uh, i think i'll do this one my dad used to call boyfriends by the n- wrong name <laughs> he used to claim it was because he wasn't good with names but i'm sure he did it when he disliked them he would call paul john for example and then paul would want to know who the devil john was <laughs> oh, <laughs> clever yeah that's good i like that that's a little tip uh, mm. for any parents um, listening <laughs> so we're in email corner oh we're in email corner i shall begin with uh, uh, email. Uh, we received an email. This is actually a while ago, but it's um, it's Jermaine. We received an email about the mayor of Toronto. And, oh uh, God, yes, topical. Yes, yeah. indeed. Uh, dear Frank, Emily, and Alan, the topic of mayors always makes me laugh as I realise that Toronto's mayor is almost stranger than fiction. To start with, he is literally a man mountain. When I encountered him <laughs> once, he's not literally a man mountain. No. No. Good point. That, who are you, my father? <laughs> well, look, that is an American corruption. Yeah. That is an American corruption. He was on the Easter parade giving obscene amounts of chocolate out. He gave my daughter six cream eggs each. Lovely. Which, um, <laughs> I think shows that it was before his uh, his recent drug abuse fame because he would have kept them for himself with the munchies nowadays, wouldn't he? Oh, they don't know if they get that when they smoke crack, do they? Um, can That's I say that Absolute Radio <laughs> pro- disapproves of drug taking in any of its manifestations? These days. He has admitted it, though. He has admitted. No, no, he's admitted. I, That's what I like about the man. Can I tell you what, exactly what he said? Because it did make me think of Frank, and please don't take this the wrong way, but he said when he had smoked the um, naughty salt, as I believe it's called by posh people, mm. is it? he said, <laughs> I was probably in one of my drunken stupors, <laughs> is what he said, yeah. is his defence. Not in our Drunken stupor, but in one of a series. Anyway. What I like about him is that he was um, he was seen uh, urinating against a tree. Is one of his um, was it? one of his. Now I can. You feel a nothing that doesn't make him a bad person. <laughs> I'm no stranger to a steaming shrubbery, as our regular listeners well know. No. And uh, I, he sounds to me like he's a brilliant bloke. You're not serious. I am. Well, I'd rather have him than Boris. <laughs> Any day of the week. Well, uh, Boris has admitted trying cocaine and said it had no effect on him. Is that right? Are we 100% sure that's right? Can I say that um, Absolute Radio... (laughs) That's what I read. ...are not sure if this is true. (laughs) (laughs) Thus they are, through me, as their um, voice, 
distancing themselves. <laughs> the, best, the best one is the politician in America. I think it's Bloomberg who was asked if well, he's going to come out with some more gossip. If, <laughs> if he'd smoked cannabis when he was younger, and he said, "You bet I did, and I enjoyed it." <laughs> Again, absolute radio. I'm not certain of the veracity of this story. Like, you say like I read it? What? Because your mate emailed you. Yeah, you know, on the internet, the World Wide Web. So oh, could the well internet. Be gossip. <laughs> Yeah, you know when you read it's a story right, like this, he read it about... on the internet. It's no, fine. Oh, thank when you read stories about Toronto's mayor, they're often the sidebars where you can read other similar stories. So that's he how likes I... a sidebar. That's <laughs> how I use the internet. C- get on with this email. We're only a quarter of the way through. He likes a club bar. Also, we, ha- we haven't even finished. He he once declared he was going to get healthy and lose weight and voraciously challenge slimmer mayors from other big cities in Canada to lose weight. Before too long, he I started... I like Slimmer Mayors. It went a bit, it went a bit Forrest Gump. Yes. He then challenged Slimmer Mayors from <laughs> other towns. Before too long, he started ducking the weigh-ins, and then it all went a bit quiet. Love him. Then there is the YouTube video when he rushes from a boardroom straight into a press camera and starts blaspheming. Trust me, this is better than Kanye. I've seen that one. I'd say better yeah, than Bernie funny. now. And now it says, he is the pantomime villain of mayors, and so at odds with the... I I would say he's now not a pantomime villain anymore. I think he might have moved on. Mm. Um, And uh, he's so at odds with the culture of Toronto, yet remains in office, clinging on by his sweaty paws. He is deserving of a mention in Mayor Corner. Hear ye, hear ye. No, he's he's, uh, he's top notch. This is Frank Skinner. You want to hear about Hammersmith Blue, who tweeted us and says, My dad embarrassed us in MS by putting a suspender belt on his head and claiming to have reinvented the Australian hat. I, oh, I think that, that dad's a license to that sort of thing. <laughs> Do you? And I, I you re- say with great hope in your voice. I profoundly yeah. respect him for that. <laughs> and uh, Andy and Leighton. I'm doing this show wearing a chemise. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. Chemise too. Um, <laughs> In the 70s, I was about eight, and my mum made me a pair of green patchwork leather shorts and sent me to school in them. (laughs) Was it Robin? (laughs) (laughs) I never wore them again. Great show as ever. I wore some mum-made clothes also, yeah. Not green leather patchwork shorts, though. Did you? (laughs) Could you hear my sulpidine then on air? Is that what that was? Yeah, sorry about that. I just assumed it was a bit of feedback. (laughs) No. Yeah, yeah, that's our velvet underground, did it? <laughs> soluble aspirin. They all had terrible colds, didn't they? The mm. excitement of soluble drugs of any kind. When you're watching them, mm. I always imagine. Lovely. I always imagine that they're like creatures who live snugly in their little mm. um, their their little homes, <laughs> and suddenly they're in water. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I sorry, I always imagine we're going down, going down, oh, we're going back up again. I um, don't like it because their life's over. Yeah, but, you know, they they die to relieve me from pain. So many people have <laughs> over the years. Mm-hmm. Anyway. We're, yes, we're still in an email. Yeah, we're I, still in um, an email call. Are we done on uh, Mayor on of Toronto? On the subject of the fat Mayor of Toronto. Yes, what do you um, think of him? Um, well, I think he's fantastic. <laughs> and apparently he's gone up five points in the polls no. since all this. Yes. I see. No. He's, people like a bit of, uh, they like a bit of real. That's what they like. Yeah, you might be a bit. You might be keeping it a bit too real. I think. Well, now that um, <laughs> now that I love my country is a dot in the nation's wing mirror, I can I can say that we had yeah. a mayor on there, the mayor of. Um, oh, did you somewhere? And he, 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 the tradition where he comes from is that they weigh the mayor when he gets the job, and then they weigh him oh, a year yeah. later to make sure he hasn't been living too richly off the public funds. 
And oh. we had this big mare came on, and we weighed him. Uh, we weighed him on the show, and and Tom Ellis was doing the show. You know Tom Ellis. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Miranda, Miranda, uh, yeah. Miranda, isn't he? Yeah. Mm. Yes. Very handsome. Yeah. Tense about that. Did I? he get the job that you? No, he didn't. Okay. No, Gary Barlow got that job. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Else, I think, <laughs> the end. So um, he. Um, we had to guess how, how heavy the, the mayor was going to be. Mm. And at the end of it, um, Tom Manny said to me, right, now we have to, after the guess, he said, right, now we have to guess how much it would take to, how much it would cost to post him. Which I, <laughs> I just thought was a very fine joke. It wasn't picked up by the... Um, this mayor, he says he feels like he's um, got £1,000 off his back. Who's <laughs> After admitting it. Does he really? Yeah. I think the weird thing He's is... He's got £1,000 off his crack. <laughs> that was a bargain. <laughs> I think the weird thing is, if he is living that sort of, let's call it an alternative lifestyle... Oh, it's um, definitely alternative. It's kind of strange that he's not got any jewellery. Surely he should be a bit bling if he's uh, hanging out with the... Uh, well, don't, they have, don't they not have the chains in America and Canada? He was just, no, Mr um, T stole them all. Yeah, of course. He should really look like Huggy Bear or something, shouldn't he? He should be, like, in a sort of... But I, I tell you what, I think he's perilously close to becoming a friend of the show. <laughs> the mayor of Toronto. I wish. I'm going to keep my eye on him. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We're still in email corner. We're still in the corner. Uh, this email is in from Chris. He says, hello, Frank, Emily and Lecoq Sportif. I think that's because of my um, excellent French pronunciation that I've been doing recently on the show. Oh, know, Descartes. <laughs> yeah. Descartes and Apois, <laughs> when, when I was talking about Apois. Remember? No. Remember Apois? I so think you was, were away, That was my actually. week off, was it? Yeah, I did a bit of French Apois. But Lecoq Sportif. You've always been good like that. You save your French pronunciations <laughs> for my weeks off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You like that better, don't you? Yeah, otherwise it sets me on edge. But Lecoq no. Sportif's... Um, you know, a brand I appreciate. Oh. If they listen. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, I knew no. it was up to no good, Frank. <laughs> no. I suit it as well. I really suit it. Yeah, if there's anyone from Admiral listening. <laughs> you want new car insurance? Yeah, I'd love a wristband. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Anyway. Don't, don't, don't send it, I'll burn it. Long time <laughs> podcast reader. Just wish I was available for the live shows. So he won't he won't be listening. No, okay. So say anything we like. Why do you think that is? Maybe he's a drinker. Um, first time emailer. My question to you is: Oh, my tummy just went. Well wow. done, congratulations. <laughs> um, what does the phrase "that old chestnut" mean? Mm. Mm. I think wasn't it the offence that Zinedine Zidane got sent off <laughs> in the World Cup final? <laughs> it was a, that was a knot, yeah. a, a knotter, but it was in the chest. It was very, yeah. very weird. Yeah. Chris goes on to say, I think he was trying to stop his heart deliberately yeah. about that, and he had a little sicky. Um, no, a different game. Oh, yeah, it was a different one. Yeah. I would know in what context it should be used, but I'm <clears throat> confused as to how it originated. Please enlighten me with your wisdom, as I refuse to Google slash Ecosia it. Respect. All the best, Chris. I love the non-Googling mm. facts that we're encouraging on this show. So I I. The rule was People have started thinking... Google it. stuff if you didn't know it. You can, the rule is that if your you... Your rule, if you, should if, say. If, yeah. Now, the rule <laughs> is that if you don't know, you can Google. If you don't remember... You, you can't. You have to remember. Try and remember. Mm. Yeah. But if but I'm, I like the people taking it to the next level. Yeah. You just can't Google. You have to try and find out. You know, by asking people, which is the old method of gaining knowledge. Yeah. I mean, I don't know the answer to this, but uh, I tell you what, I had uh, 
I had chestnuts. Oh, did um, you? Last Christmas? No, no, I had them for, um, you know, around the the bonfire. um, Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, As you know, I don't celebrate the bonfire night, but I I like a chestnut. Mm. And uh, when you you peel them, they do look like a, a human brain. They do. Oh, yeah. They really do. If you wanted to... Um, they do. I d- see, that's what puts me off the consistency of the innards is a bit unappealing. Yeah, but if, it'd be great if you if, if you got an action man and you want to, um, <laughs> say, if you want to have him with an open-top head. Uh, lobotomised. Say, yeah. say if action man who's just won a major trophy, you want to give him an open-top head. You could <laughs> you could cut the top of the head off, put a chestnut yeah. in there, uh-huh. and it would work perfectly as a, as a small human brain. And I wonder if that's why people might say that old chestnut, in that the human brain, the home of ideas, oh, theoretically, yeah. if, you, if you associate the brain with the mind. Oh, it's yeah. a different, different uh, It's a big philosophical debate whether the brain is the mind. Well, we've got another hour and a half. Yeah, let's, well, OK. Uh, let's get stuck into it. Well, Descartes' view. <laughs> Descartes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Now, um, so maybe that's what it means, that old chestnut, yeah. meaning that old idea because it looks like a brain. I think that's I have no, Can I say I have no verification for that at all? That's purely no, but my I own. I believe it. That's my own thinking. I, think I yeah. thought it came from in medieval times when they had like um, restaurants that were a bit like your sushi. I don't know if they had restaurants in medieval <laughs> times. They went, they went they around on like a little conveyor belt, but yeah. nobody had the chestnut dish because it wasn't very nice. And then oh. they started saying, oh, that old chestnut, it's not fresh. That's what I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened? I'm guessing. I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. I didn't come up with a theory because I was buying makeup online. <laughs> I, love you, I love you so focused. <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8 a.m. on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps, and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute radio. Finishing off a bit of banana there. <laughs> I ate a banana during that song. Um, I told you some great celebrity gossip during that it was song. Good, which will not be repeated. Very good. No, I'm glad yeah. the mics were down for it. Put it that way, because I think. Oh, hold on. The, the mics went down. <laughs> oh, well. Well. Once we again, need, absolute radio. <laughs> we need some better lawyers. Because <laughs> that, that story on air would have. Anyway. I, uh, I, I've had a thing. I've been working in London this week, and as I said last week, I, um, I've been staying in a mate's flat, so there are flatmates. Um, but I feel like I was a bit insensitive because one night, um, they're both very nice. Kim and Chris, they are. Okay. Chris came back. Oh, they're Kardashians. That's their name <laughs> check. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> name check, keep the rent down. Yeah. He's living with um, the Kardashians. Right? Oh, fabulous. <laughs> Kim and I were in the living room. You, get a, wide, you get a wider armchair. <laughs> yeah. That, that's, that's what they're going for. And yeah. Uh, Chris returned and he we could hear him cooking in the kitchen and then fair enough and then he didn't uh, he didn't come through and eat it in the in the living area the lounge in the communal area and uh, and Kim said I think he's eating his dinner in the kitchen <laughs> and and I said is that normal and she said no we never eat in the kitchen it's, oh. it's like a oh. what they call a um, he hates you is it a gap <laughs> <laughs> well I thought he might hate me and then he came in and oh. I said how come you ate your dinner in the kitchen. And he said, 
to be honest, I had a weird meal. <laughs> it, oh, not, oh, not really? that uh, not that pasta that looks like a gentleman ex- gentleman's excuse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I hate that. That's I what he said. He said, I've had a load of Ann Summers pasta that I needed oh. to finish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, if I, anyone's I, listening, that's my Christmas present sorted. <laughs> no, I, Dan, he's embarrassing. Fair enough. No, what it was was I think he started off thinking, oh, I'll have those sausages in like a hot dog style. Don't and they then, all? Mm. So he was doing sausages with peppers and onions and then he realised... Oh, I've got some beans. Was he that doing chipolatas or your no, big it's sausages? Like sausages. Oh. And not, then, not a big Frank. Uh-huh. And he, <laughs> <laughs> steady. And then he uh, he put the leftover beans that he had in, and so in the end, he said I had sort of sausages with stir-fried peppers and beans on bread, eaten like a sandwich. And so he said I just felt a bit too awkward about eating really? it in front of people because it was yeah. very sensitive individual. <laughs> but. I do feel like I was a bit insensitive because the next night they were in there and I went through with a bowl of soup and anchovies on a bagel. Wow. Oh, that's a of, nice meal. Yeah, that's sort the of sort of, a, of thing that Sort of would. New Testament cuisine. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. I don't know. What, bread and fishes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Anchovies oh, yeah. on a bagel, I think it's a bit more Ibsen. I what? think it's disgusting. On a bagel, you can't get much more test. Oh, that's more Old Testament, I suppose. <laughs> it was lovely. But uh, but then I thought, oh, maybe I should have been food shy on this. Perhaps this is the sort of thing I should have eaten standing See, up. See, I relate to that. I often get, I call it food shame. I There's do. certain things I won't eat in front of company. Mm-hmm. Pickled onion, flake. monster munch. Chocolate flake. Oh, yeah. no, I'll go for that with gusto. Oh, okay. uh, pickled I don't onion. like it with gusto. <laughs> <laughs> is that the pine nut thing? Pickled onion, monster munch, Frank. Really? Oh, I get a packet... And it's t- I look forward to doing it on my own as a solitary activity. Yeah. Because they're too... Have you ever seen them? The claws of the Monster Munch. Mm. There's about three bites to get through one. Uh-huh. And they get all of your clothes and they stink. I haven't had a Monster Munch. I- I've-, I've known people become um, uneasy at my tongue work on a walnut whip. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, like I like to get the knot off and then I like to remove the cream with that... With that Leaving the empty chocolate casing at the end, which I can oh. then use to uh, to drink uh, creme de menthe out of. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We were talking about um, people being a bit touchy about uh, eating in front yeah. of other people. For other see, people, it seems. If I to made be... this up, don't the Australian Aborigines do? They, they sort of do all sorts of. Um, Rude things in front of each other, but they don't eat. They eat in private behind a rock. Yes. Okay. That's right. Respect. <laughs> I, uh, I tell you, well, when I'm eating a burger, I know you didn't course, ask. The trouble is, if you're in an Aborigine restaurant and you you, you send, can't leave it, can you? If you send your <laughs> you food, you just can't leave it. It's a bad <laughs> sign when you start a sentence that the producer puts her head in her hands. That is definitely no, a bad sign. Don't you find that if you send the food back? Um, they shouldn't have served it on a boomerang in the first place. <laughs> okay, that's all right. It's quite seventies. Yes, okay. <laughs> um, I'm not going to talk about my fight. <laughs> I'm not mentioning no. the fight. You are. No. Can I'm I? Not. You very much are. He yeah. can't leave it. No. That's his, what, his next it. book. I said to him, <laughs> leave it. Frank, I tell you what. I when I eat burgers, I I'll have tell you what. two ways of eating burgers: the public oh, yeah. way and the private way. Oh yeah. Now, the public way, I use a knife and fork. What? Quite lady. Well, I cut it in half, and then I'll eat... But what I don't like, there's something about eating a burger, especially in front of a man that I fancy. You two Mm. aren't included. No. But I don't like chomping into it. It feels very feral. 
It feels yeah. like, you know, in Planet of the Apes, when they feed them the food and they go, ah, and they go mad through the cages. That's what I feel like. Yeah, I yeah. like that. There's something primal about it. Just <laughs> yeah. pick it up and shove it at your face. Uh, yeah, I like Calm down, I like it. What's happened to him, Frank? I like a girl with a hint of Scooby-Doo about her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I don't like It's very unladylike burgers. No, I suppose that... I, 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 the first date... See, I've forgotten, really, about what, what early dating. You are quite careful about what you... Yeah. I went to a parents of my, of a girlfriend once. Oh, yeah. And they were a bit... They were, like, a bit posh. The poshest people I'd met at that time in my life. Mm-hmm. And one of them had a job. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and we had spaghetti, which, of course, is... Oh. I don't mean tins. Continental. I mean, I mean, like, you know. Oh, yeah. And I got the bay leaf... Oh. oh, I had no idea what to do oh, with the. To be bailiff. fair, we often had the bay leaf coming round. <laughs> no, no, but I ate. I uh, I ate, ate the it? I ate the bay leaf. Yeah, uh, yeah. Did you eat it? Yeah. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. But the worst thing was just as the last bit of it went down. You know, when you see a frog eating a locust, <laughs> just when the last bit went down, the the woman's mom said, "Are you eating the bay leaf?" Oh. <laughs> Gone. No. And she said, oh, God, you've eaten the bailiff. <laughs> oh, God, stop it. Yes, I've eaten the bailiff. I love it. You people, you look down on me. And then it all went very... Oh, yeah. Frank, do you know, that makes me so upset. I once saw a man eating fish and chips and he... Uh, man eating good fish good for and you. Chips. That's the end of the story. Is he like orca, man eating yeah. fish That's the chips. worst story he's ever told. I, told I once saw yet. a man eating fish and chips. It's not the end of the... I love that story, but it's not the end of the story. He speared the chip with his fork, got a bit of fish on there, and then he just stabbed the slice of lemon and whacked it in, peel and all. Wow. That's it, Godzilla. He must have been a... My jaw hit the floor. He must have been a regular tequila drinker. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like with a corn on the cob either. I don't want people seeing my dental records. I don't like that the teeth marks are left all over it. Yeah, and also the the corn and the cob left all over the teeth. Oh. It really gets Uh in the gaps, corn on the cob. yeah, mango, that gets in the gaps, doesn't it? You know, stringy mango. Stringy mango. Stringy mango. What a band they were. (laughs) Party band, you know, not... Not music you take terribly seriously, but you can have a great yeah. night out at the Stringy Mango gig. I'll tell you what, I often eat alone, but not in private. Go chicken on. kebabs. You know, like oh, yes, I can see you donut. doing that. Out of the paper. I'm, well, I often think, well, this is a healthy version of takeaway, because it's basically grilled chicken <laughs> salad. Mm, basically. Mm. You know when Paul Gascoigne was photographed eating a kebab, and, the, and they sort of said, oh, you shouldn't be eating takeaways right before a game... And he responded, it had salad in it. And I I always thought, that's a great answer. It's grilled meat with salad. Good for you. Mm. But I wouldn't wouldn't have even been photographed because I'd have been in the middle of, like, a park on a bench alone just chucking it in my face. That's how how I'm rolling. I'm going to tell you about my banana sandwiches in a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Talking about this is how crazy the show's going. We talked about what we had to eat last night. Yeah. Daisy producer took it too far. She said I had a baked potato yesterday lunchtime. So I didn't eat last night. Conversation starter is that? Very Cliff Richard. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing nothing after lunch. He has one meal a day, doesn't he? Yeah. Did you see him on the one chair? No. I thought that was you. (laughs) No, that was we. We're often mistaken nowadays. (laughs) He was. um, He's got a new rock and roll album out. I bought you his calendar last year. I know you did. It's lovely, that gift. It is, I still... Um, Consult it. Treasure it. <laughs> well, yeah, I treasure it. In many ways. 
I'm, I'm not looking forward to the end of the year when that has to uh, go down. Oh. Banana anyway, sandwiches? Banana. I, I, oh, yeah. I, I, I am a very big fan of, of peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Are you? But I've never been sure whether to... Say, say if you're making one with two rounds of bread yeah. and two bananas, that's the right sort of ratio. Mm. So what do I do? Two rounds. Well, now one bread, one banana, one banana two yeah, rounds of bread. Yeah. Do I slice the banana, put that on the bread? Do I do I do I cut the bread, or do I just wrap each slice around half the banana? Oh uh, yeah. Are you with me? Yes. What I've started doing now: mm. peanut butter the bread, and I do the sandwich lengthways. You do what? So I I fold the bread. Lengthways oh, instead I of widthways, so you know, so it's a long, thin, folded piece of bread. It's more of a sort of hot dog, like a hot dog affair. Yeah, yeah. so I, I have a to peanut butter hot dog. Yeah. So I have to break neither like the bread nor the banana; <laughs> both <laughs> remain intact just before the point of eating, which is lovely. I don't feel I'm destroying anything See, environmentally. I, must, I have to be honest, Frank. I don't normally go for the old banana sandwiches. Anything that I can see going bad in, before my very eyes. Which happens with the banana? It goes brown so quickly. I don't mind a bit of brown. Don't you? And also, sometimes you get a nice surprise. They're a bit mottled on the skin, and then um, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and then, um, and then when you open up, they're, they're in much better shape than you uh, than you imagine. I think that's this week's trailer sorted. Anyway, accidentally. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> this week's show over. Also, um, I'm going to keep going. I'm not. Um, I'm not a big fan of the knife and fork, generally speaking. Uh-huh. No, you always you always <coughs> like to use your hands, don't you? I've seen you in the restaurant. That's, a, that's, another, that's the other <laughs> half of the chat trailer. <laughs> worked, worked out. I was having um, I was I was having uh, lunch yesterday with uh, Taishan Schierenberg, the the, the oh. artist. Oh, were you? And um, I had fish and chips, and he, he's all right with me eating the chips with my hands. Oh, yeah. When I started eating the fish with my hands, and then the mushy peas. <laughs> no. Frank. Yeah, he did, he did mention it in a nice way. What did he, he say? He said, um, shall I get you a napkin? Which <laughs> I thought it? was, yeah. That's, um, that's worse than the Bayleaf incident. Um, but I think, uh, you know, if you look at cutlery and look at hands, you know, Fingers are much more suited to eating food than cutlery. Yeah. Much more flexible and dexterous. Yeah. Do you do the French mop up? Um, <clears throat> but I tell you what I have done. I have yeah. been known to, to get a wadge of mashed potato. Yeah. And pick stuff up with it. <laughs> like you know when you're taking, you know when you get the big piece of blue tack and you're taking yeah. the little oh, bits yes. of blue. Tack. I do that yeah, with mashed yeah. potato. Do you? Also, I will fold a slice of beef into a scoop. Oh. And, and eat other food with that. Wow. Oh, I like it. So there's some little tips for... Um, <laughs> I have to say, I'm, I weighed myself. There was definitely one that stood out for I me. weighed myself this morning. Yourself, I was 12, yeah. 12 stone 2, which is the heaviest I've been I don't understand time. men's weight. 12 2? I'm about half 11 normally. Oh. Right. Half 11. Is that what you call it? <laughs> half 11. 11 I'm about half 11. I'm just past midnight at the moment. <laughs> and I'm a bit worried about that. I'm start, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you, and I like to share everything with you. I'm struggling to hold on to my thigh gap. <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran in the chairs. 
Uh, you can text us on 8 12 15. Follow us on Twitter, Frank on the Radio, or email the Absolute website. Mm. We haven't had many um, texts this morning. We've had a few. Oh, we've had quite a lot since you started discussing the um, peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah, we have. Uh, Frank, I have peanut butter and banana on toast, yum, and I spread peanut butter on both pieces of toast then cut the banana lengthways. That's the trick. I then cut it in half across the middle and they line up perfectly in a spoon fashion across the piece of toast. I can understand that. Place the other piece of toast on top and then (laughs) cut as you normally would. Very intricate. <laughs> Deb Liscard, Cornwall. Okay. And as for you eating the um, bay leaf, uh, yeah. someone's texted, that's nothing, Frank, my wife ate the bouquet garni round a, <laughs> round a friend's house. <laughs> she said it was a bit chewy yet full of flavour. Well, the bouquet <laughs> garni. <laughs> bouquet garni often is. It would be full of... Uh, Alex? Is that the um, sister of Alf Garni? <laughs> <laughs> Alex has some dietary advice. Frank, your diet sounds a bit carb-heavy. Mm-hmm, you need yeah. to go high-protein, eggs, tuna, and maybe a supplement. You'll be ripped by Christmas with a thigh gap like a racehorse. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't require the storage space that a racehorse does. <laughs> well, it's not what but I've I, heard. I, I, I don't want to lose. I don't want to lose my thigh gap. No. Um, and as regards <laughs> the food shyness, Karen from East London has texted, it's well documented that President Kennedy used to slide right down in the back of the presidential car to eat a hot dog. He was so Aww. paranoid because the paparazzi had a terrible photo of Nixon eating and Kennedy was very careful of his image. In oh. fairness, the paparazzi didn't just have a, a terrible photo of Nixon eating. They had a lot of terrible photos <laughs> of Nixon, every photo, in fact. <laughs> Kennedy could do no wrong in my eyes. Well, yeah. I'm just saying... He could, if you want to recreate um, the assassination, mm-hmm. oh. a- action man, uh, Barbara, ah, oh no. and walnut. a chestnut, yeah, chestnut or, or small walnut, small walnut. If he's got an oven-ready chicken with him, he's going to eat slid down in the back of the. Uh, mm. That's what I think. Half a walnut, perfect in a doll's house for a cooked chicken. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Another little tip for Christmas. Do you know, you're full of those good ideas. Mm. Thanks very much. I might uh, open some sort of children's toys um, tip site. I can see you as that. You're a bit like the toy maker in Chitty Chitty Bang. Oh, no, that was Benny Hill. That's all right. Oh, is that all right? You don't mind being him? No, no, I'm happy to be He's okay, isn't he? Yeah, Yeah, he's... um, Oh, good, I was just checking. He's, um, he doesn't have a branch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Frank. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. No. <laughs> so, um, I think we need to talk about Sean Ryder's forthcoming series where he's uh, hunting for UFOs. Yes, oh, yes, I heard become about this. a bit of a UFO person. None of what I said just then was a joke, and I'm glad it wasn't <laughs> responded to in that way. It's, what have we done to the world where I can say Sean Ryder's got a TV series where he's hunting UFOs and you guys can go, yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. also written this a book. This is bizarre at all. Has yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> about uh, UFOs. I'm going to watch it. It's, on, it's this weekend, actually, his first show. I think it's on the History Channel. I don't is know it? how it I've constitutes history. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I've got an absolute problem. Surely it should have been in the past rather than like, I suppose him everything is in now. the past. Well, maybe they're aliens in, um, you know, in the future. Tudor costumes. You never well, that know. Would be good, yeah, but, you know, if oh, I, I put on the History Channel, <laughs> but if you put on the History Channel, you're after a Hitler documentary, surely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In much the same way as made like by a... one of my parents' friends. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, most of them are. Yeah. Um, 
this is what happens when you're middle-aged men. They love a Hitler documentary. Oh, yeah. they do. And yeah. also, it's every time during the night you can find the Hitler documentary mm-hmm. on television. Why do middle-aged men love a Hitler documentary? I don't know. When does it happen? It, it happens when they're about 40? I remember when the, the Osbournes first started. That yeah. began with him watching, it. watching, yeah. watching a Hitler documentary. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, anyway, so Sean Ryder, the thing is about this, the, the blurb I said is, um, you know, and he, si- he also searches for, you know, evidence of real aliens. Yeah. And I thought, well, if he'd found real aliens, I think we'd already know about that. It's not <laughs> the sort of thing you're going to find out on the show, <laughs> and it won't have made the news beforehand. Think, you think? I mean, they kept a lot of the finishes of Big Series secret, didn't they? Yeah, but you can't, you just can't. <clears throat> say to the government, yeah, I have found real aliens. But, you know, spoiler alert. Exactly. Yeah, don't well, look, t- if anyone was going to tell you I've seen an alien, I think if Sean Ryder said it to you, you might not believe it. Yeah, but see, isn't that just the sort of person they'd appear to? Because they know that the mm-hmm. rest of us weren't... Uh, oh, yeah, he's yeah. Like yeah. an open mind. I think Danny Dyer did a programme about aliens as well. Did they? They're picking their targets very carefully. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I think Danny Dyer will do anything. That's what I think. No, we're talking about his TV anything. work, darling. Oh, right, yeah, I meant his TV work. That is what I meant. Um, there's a funny quote in uh, in Sean Ryder's description, because mm. he says he saw a UFO when he was 15 um, in, in Salford, uh, and he says, since that day I've always been sort of interested in them. Not a fanatic or anything like that. I like Star Trek. Star Trek. And then he says, <laughs> this is my favourite bit, but after I saw that which defied the laws of physics... <laughs> wow, Sean Ryder said that! <laughs> I just like the fact I that... I love that he said he, he, That which is excellent grammar in there. And, <laughs> and the fact that he is calling upon his full knowledge yes. of the laws of physics. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, sp- I imagine he knows quite a bit about chemistry. So <laughs> yes. He's just, I bet um, he does. Yeah, so he's just branching you know out. What, I, think though? That's, that's I hate I aliens. Yeah. And I hate anyone that likes them. <laughs> because you know why? They're just streakers. Put clothes on. Oh, yeah, they don't. Why are they naked? I imagine the fashion community. They're not always naked. The they are community. always naked. Those ones with the funny heads, they're always naked. What about Doctor Who? Take over the earth. You haven't got any pants on. The Doctor in Doctor Who is, is an alien. Naked? Oh, I'll start oh. watching. No, he's an alien. He's not <laughs> naked. But you get loads of aliens that wear clothes. Yeah, often they wear those, like the ambassador of the of the alien nation often wears like some weird smock. <laughs> you must have seen that. And for some reason taught like in a slightly Shakespearean way. Oh. Yeah, so they're not all they're not all those ones with the big blue heads that you get on the adverts. Oh, most of them are. Awful. Well that's that's bad press for them. <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. You know, we were talking about uh, Sean Ryder yes. earlier and his um, love of aliens. UFO hunter. I don't know if he loves them, but he's... he's I think he, he does. definitely he's believes them. them. I he think is. it's going to end up like an episode of District 9. Have you seen the film District 9? Yes. Mm. He hears about a prawn and just eats it. You mm. know, I'm, cele- I'm a celeb, he ate everything. <laughs> Apparently, my wife told me that when he was in the jungle... Oh, yeah. You know, people were like, oh, you've got to eat this, and he was just sort of like... I've got everything. <laughs> no, the, the I'll thing, eat it. The thing was, he was eating... Um, he'd, he'd have to eat, like, um, shark eyes yeah. and then and then the private parts of some sort of marsupial. He didn't care. And they'd say, OK, Sean, that's it. Well done, mate. And he'd sit and talk to him after about what he was like. And he was picking. <laughs> 
You see, Freddie Starr pretended, but he couldn't do it. Yeah, mm. and, th- and they had a bit where they were talking about the worst things they'd done at school. <laughs> and they say, well, there's one time the teacher and I, you know, I put this thing in their pocket and blah, blah. <laughs> and he said, uh, oh, we, bur- we burnt the school down. <laughs> was that in the conversation? Everyone just had to give up. <laughs> oh, sure. But, uh, but, um, no, another one, though. Uh, Katy Perry. Yeah, who's not. You She's know. another alien apologist. She also she believes in aliens. She said... Yeah, she also says she takes 26 pills a day. And she was in a car thing. crash when yeah. she was... Th- this is what I like. <laughs> People have got a new album out. It's, it's got to say some interesting facts that yeah. will be quoted along with the new album plug. Mm. So you, she must have said you know, to her publicity person, I know I was in a car crash when I was... And they said, hey, keep your powder dry. Until <laughs> <laughs> we've got a new product out. Yeah. You, you hold on to that, love. We'll be glad of that. The next album, so keep your powder dry. She never wears makeup, does she? Oh, do people think what <laughs> poor <laughs> Katy Perry was in a car crash when she was 13? Well, then I will buy her new album as some <laughs> sort of rough compensation. <laughs> she says she takes 26 pills a day, but 25 of those are actually talcum powder pills because she needs it for those rubber dresses that she oh, wears. Oh, yeah, constantly. she likes the rubbers. So, yeah, she goes through talcum. She's powder. a very beautiful woman, though. she, she is, is a very beautiful woman. But I'll give her that. as I say, now she believes in aliens. Totally written her off. Really? I hate anyone that likes aliens. It's just She awful. doesn't say she likes them. She says she, she says believes they exist. that they exist. Yeah. Yeah. She's awful if she says that aliens exist. Well, I've, I, I like her and I'm going to take I, a leaf out of her book. And take 26 be, pills a day. I shall be performing at the Leicester Square Theatre in January and February. And uh, <laughs> I like to strain my pasta through a lacrosse stick. <laughs> oh, yeah. That should do it. On the subject of you performing, um, we've had a text. It's, it's slightly bizarre that you've been contacted in this way. You're slightly bizarre. <laughs> uh, hi, Em and Alan. Uh, me and my other half are coming down to see Frank tonight at the Lost Theatre. Can you ask Frank if he knows about the seating arrangements as we don't have any numbers on our tickets? <laughs> oh, no! One other thing, can you ask him why he isn't doing anything? Hold on, one thing at a time. <laughs> what sort of a shamble set up okay. is this? I no think tickets. it's on reserve seating, so it's a bit first come, first serve. There'll be a queue. Oh, yeah. I'm not coming. Pile in, and Just get ready yeah. to elbow folk But, you know, it's, it's a smallish place, Anne. Is it? So don't worry if you're at the back. I'll, I'll project. Okay. Um, one other thing, can you ask him? I'll vomit. I hadn't finished talking. Oh, yeah. I'll vomit. <laughs> Projectile vomit. <laughs> <laughs> can you ask Frank why he isn't doing any dates in Brum? He's causing my other half lots of stress when I announce to him that we're going to see him any more than twenty miles away from where we live. P.S. Tell Frank I am really looking forward to seeing him later. She's really looking forward to seeing you later. <laughs> there you go. Who, Who is? Anne. Anne. Oh, Anne. Yeah, Anne is. that's lovely. Um, I know. I'm, I'm just doing some gigs in London at the moment. In the I'm, Lost Theatre, which is small. It's that a com- sense, it's a combination it? of you know desperate urge to do stand up, but a bit worried about petrol money. <laughs> <laughs> Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Can I just give a hats off to uh, Nigel Frost, who's emailed us about real aliens, saying uh, real ale. <laughs> you can't give a hat off. <laughs> that's what he said. Do they not just like Stuart. real ale? <laughs> 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 Very good. Um, can we go to email corner, Frank, briefly? Doom, 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 doom. Because I have a missive. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit you Star go. Trek. Yes. Um, this is a missive from Ed nine three three. He says, Dear Frank M and Cock of the Walk, for I years... I still quite like Lecoq Sportif. 
Do you? Yeah. I'm, I'm Coco Walk's good. Ah, uh, yeah, I like Coco Coco walk. the Walk. Maybe I, I could mm-hmm. walk in the Coxsporty footwear, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> For years, I thought that singer Morrissey was also actor Morrissey. I think he means uh, David Morrissey. David Morrissey, yeah. And every time I saw actor Morrissey on screen, notably in the Doctor Who Christmas special, I begrudgingly thought, no matter how much of a whiny so-and-so you are, you can't be all bad because the characters you play are likeable and engaging. And literally just now comes the realisation that they're two different people. All the best, Ed. Blimey. That can't be right, really? Although I must say, Ed, in case you don't know, they are both Neil Morrissey. Yeah. Yeah. Was he the one that pretended to be a lad? Just yeah. yeah. Well, he's really the one pretend. who... Was, I, they yeah. really pretended. They go, oh, beers. And they didn't. They were like, oh, I wish we could have a red wine, darling. <laughs> yeah, Pretending yeah. to drink this beer. It's a nightmare. Really pretending. <laughs> he, um, he phoned me. I must have told you he phoned me up once out of the blue. Neil Which Morrissey. Was through my, via my agent. Who? Who is? David who? or Neil? Ne- Neil Morrissey. Oh, yeah. And said, um, would you like to... Uh, would Frank like to come with me to see um, Van Morrison? At, uh, which is even more confusing. <laughs> Just the two of you. Yeah, it was a date. Um, so you and Neil Morrison. I, I were said going I to thought Van you Morrison. were Van Morrison. <laughs> <laughs> In a Morris Minor, is that what happened? That, that's the next doctor. Oh, um, so um, no, so no, with me and my girlfriend. So we went, we went to um, Caesar's Palace, Luton. Right, and saw. Did um, he have someone Morrison. with him? Or was it four? Yeah, he was, oh. with, yeah, he's with with someone. Yeah. Plus and then one. we went to um, motorway services for beans on toast. No. And then, you never um, told me this. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, you should see the producer's face right now. He looks stricken. <laughs> yeah. And then we went. Uh, that was it. Then is he a nice chap? Is he? He's very nice. Yeah. But I never. I, I'm looking now. I tell it now. Some ten years later, I probably should have invited him to something at some point after that. Oh, he's still waiting. Oh no! I hope he's not sitting by the phone as actors do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we both looked at Alan. <laughs> yeah, I'm an. You're actor the now. go-to person. You're in the actors' chair now. I'm an actor now. Yeah. I'm not a fan of uh, Van particularly. Van Morrison. I did not like the fact that he took him in a van. It was a Ford Transit. <laughs> well, it was in Luton. Yeah. It's a Luton van. <laughs> the whole experience could be described as a Luton van. <laughs> How marvellous. Anyway, it's not... Um, they're not the same person. You're well... You're, you're right to identify that. Yeah. What a... That's a... Exactly, can that be true? Is it? No. Pulling our legs. This is one of those made-up ones. Do you think? I think. I'm wondering. Um, well, I don't know. Are you calling him a liar? <sighs> yeah, a bit. Okay. Anyway, um, we we can sit here rattling all day, but you know I have important things to do. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. We've had a lovely email in, Frank. Good. That's Mm. what I want to hear. This is from Lee Neville. uh, Prisoner five four six. Well, he's given us both monikers, which is quite useful. Dear Frank Cockrell and the lovely Miss Dean, last week. You were talking about people recounting conversations and starting the reported speech with, oh. Yeah. I got caught, didn't I? I got sprung with. Uh, Frank, would you like to praise you very briefly? Yeah, so I said, uh, so "So I saw a thing and I said, oh, I saw (laughs) you there. And they said, oh, well, I never, um," and of course they didn't say, oh. But you're doing it to establish you're this saying is someone this else's is them voice. Now. This is them speaking. <laughs> yeah, and in Mike Yarwood, this is them. Um, anyway, Liga continues, I've noticed something else in a similar vein. An ex-flatmate and dear friend of mine, obviously it was business, mm. um, would come home of a night and recount in a fair amount of detail conversations she'd had that day at work. 
invariably each part of reported speech would start with so i turned around and said <laughs> and he turned around and said when I realised she was doing it, I'd start keeping note of who was turning round at what point. <laughs> that's, what, that's the sort of pedantry that makes life worthwhile. Yeah. <laughs> there was a one in three chance that the two people would end up facing away from each other at the end of the conversation. But this is how the Abba girls got started. <laughs> <laughs> Did she turn round and say Yeah, yeah she turned it. And, and free turn around, didn't they? <laughs> Or even better, one would be facing the back of the other's head. For particularly animated conversations, this would often get thrown in as well. So I sat down and said, <laughs> as well as the turning round. Oh. Once I noticed she was saying it, I could only concentrate on whirling dervish jack-in-the-boxes, sitting down and turning around frantically during an, if I'm honest, rather humdrum office conversation. Yeah, I but there must be people, so I turned around and said, oh, well, you have a, <laughs> there must be people who combine. You, you barely get any facts. It's all trimmings. Yeah. I love it. That's a very fabulous email. I Thank think typical you. of our, of our uh, readers. Yes. It, it highlights pedantry. Yeah, but also, you know, keen observers of humanity. Oh, yeah. Mm, I love Lee it. Lee has a PS. With Frank's assertion that we should be saying Tour of France and not Tour de France, <laughs> how do the team think you should describe being on your way somewhere? En route or en route? Oh, yeah, I go en route. So am I. I oh, like you're Francais? No. Oh. On. Oh. Awful. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. I go I like Francais. It. I go American on route. <laughs> you go albino, though. Yeah, well, an albino? <laughs> what is he, an albino? <laughs> yeah. We've, uh, go on. No, no. I was going to say, we've also had a fabulous text in uh, titled That Old Chestnut. Uh, okay. We, we may well have... Uh, it sounds like one of my uh, former one-night stands. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> It begins, love the Zidane theory uh, about the chest. Oh, OK. Not, uh, William Diamond play in 1816, where the main character kept repeating the same joke throughout the story. The joke concerns a cork tree. On one occasion, another character, Pablo, fed up with the same joke, says, a chestnut. I have heard you tell the joke 27 times, and I'm sure it was a chestnut. Uh, so that's apparently where it came from, that oh. old chestnut. Um, and he says, I didn't Google, I asked Jeeves. Well, just ask my relatives. They would love have been the show. Podcast in that play. reader in Zurich, and I'm Scottish. Alan's mum is a legend. That's true. Oh. She is. Well, she doesn't exist. No. <laughs> <laughs> she exists. Like Sir Wayne. She exists and is. I was both a bit suspicious about this Nessie Cochran. <laughs> <laughs> in Zurich, I love Zurich. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Yeah, you can go to the Cabaret Voltaire. Yeah, and why not? Nice Frank's ridiculous accent. How dare you? Why is that ridiculous? I thought that was good. Thank I know, you very much. I know you See, Alan liked it. Yeah, I yeah. know, but he has taste. That's, that speaks volumes. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Boys, we need to talk about Huey. Did you did you see this week? Well, everyone was talking oh, about it. Mug smashing routine. Huey Morgan off out. of. Um, yeah. What are they called? I was going to call them uh, fine young criminals. criminals. Fun loving criminals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he was on Buzzcocks. Have you done Buzzcocks, Frank? I have. I've um, hosted you it hosted and guested, it. but yeah. I didn't break any uh, crockery. That's me. Oh, oh have you done it? Yeah, once. Oh, yeah. once. Oh. Huey's done it about nine times, according to the paper. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, uh, I did the Greek version. They, they, they do crockery every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not big news over there. <laughs> no. so, so, 
Yeah, Huey. There's, there's Huey a bit Morgan. where they, it was Rizzle Kicks, wasn't it? They were hosted. Oh, they're quite, I quite like those Rizzle Kicks. Yeah, you know, I'll be absolutely honest. I'd never heard of them before. Oh, they're good though, Frank. And I thought they were very funny and and likable. Nice. Mm. So, yeah, in case you don't know what happened, uh, th- th- when it got to the lyrics round where you have to identify lyrics, they asked him a few uh, of his own lyrics, which he thought was an outrageous. Um, even though it's happened to him seven times before, and that was yeah. on every one of those. Um, well, I think it, that's lyrics. his point, though. Like we've done this, you know. Yeah, I can't yeah, but my okay, moan, but don't smash yeah. your mug. He could have blocked. What if he blinded somebody? Oh. Can you imagine what a way to go? <laughs> you know, it was all right on TFI Friday when he was breaking mugs. Just <laughs> people had their protective giant U two heads on. <laughs> yeah, but on there, I mean, it's actually it went in. It went in the hair. It went in the hair. One of the Rizzlers. <laughs> Although I think it rested it in the hair. In yeah. I know. Picked it up and put it in there. It didn't really... Well, why do people do that? You're kind of smashing a promotional studio mug, though. Yeah, it'll be plastic mugs next time, though. That's you think it happens. will? The health and safety. I think that, that makes sense I had to, to sign a form in a hotel recently to borrow an iron in case it burned any of my clothes and I sued them. What have we done to the world? I had to sign a form before I went on the one show the other night to say that I wouldn't use any um, adult language. Really? Did you? So you yeah. just said goo goo gaga all the way through the interview. <laughs> yeah, they were fine. They <laughs> didn't speak properly at yeah. all. I had to sign a form when I went on a date the other week. Um, what? To say it wouldn't end up in my autobiography. <laughs> Blimey. I'm afraid I can't make any such promises. Um, but I, you know what was weird was that he objected during, um, what's it called? What's, pre- my, what's my line? No. Yeah. <laughs> He objected He's to called Huey. Huey. <laughs> he objected. Huey! <laughs> oh. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, that's like one of the little Donald Duck nephews. I think he'd be a nice character. Yeah, Huey, Huey, and, and um, Louis. He, what he objected to, he said, was having his lyrics repeated back to him. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's a bit weird for a musician. Yeah, because if you're the Rolling Stones, that's all that happens when I you play. Yeah, I can't, I can't work out why you got that no, upset. And also, it's like comics, quite often have this happen where someone will say, "Oh, I remember that bit you used to do about um, the hotel room." And if you've forgotten it, it's quite nice because you go, "Oh yeah, I like that joke. Oh, I'll, I'll bring it back. I'll put it back in." And he seemed to be a bit upset. You'd think he'd go, "Oh yeah, I like that song. I'll uh, sing it next time I'm doing a live show." But no. he does. Um, he does wear um, a pinky ring. Oh, he does, oh, doesn't does he? he? Now I, I used to watch Laverne and Shirley, mm. and on there. One of them said one week, never trust a man in a pinky ring. Yeah. And even though it was a throwaway line, mm-hmm. you know, in a nearly forgotten now American sitcom, it's That's always true. stuck with me. And if ever I see a man in a pinky ring, uh, for English listeners, <laughs> uh, this is a, a ring on the, on the little finger. I always mm-hmm. think, mm, not sure. Do you know what I felt sorry, Frank? After he'd done the big storm out, there's a lot of admin involved in leaving a studio. Yes. You can't really just storm out. He's got to take the mic pack off. Well, also... Go to the dressing room. Yeah, your car's here. You oh, know, it's, embarrassing. It's not, embarrassing. Young, it's not as young as it used to be. They say he stormed <laughs> out, but it was it was quite... It took quite a while. It was yeah, a bit of a shuffle. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. I'm so upset. Anyway, um, it, was, it was all good stuff, of course. So, um... Phil looked, Phil looked upset. Um, Mark Crossley is coming up next um which is um there's no sign of him no as opposed to march crossley <laughs> which is what um Huey lewis did as he oh. liked Huey lewis. oh Huey lewis i've, I've done a terrible uh, 80s amalgam <laughs> anyway um look if, um, thank you so much for listening if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise we'll be back again this time next week and um 
Now get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.